Hello, everyone. This is DJ Mail for Real Podcast. Yes, that is right. This is DJ Mail for Real Podcast. And this is your host, J Mail, flying action solo today with the week 10 power rankings. Yes, that is right. It's the week 10 power rankings. And uh, yeah, a lot of things changed in the NFL this week, in my opinion. Uh, we saw some teams move up, some teams move down, some impressive wins, some upset uh, victories like Jacksonville over Buffalo. And uh, yeah, now, uh, yeah, actually, it was a week as a whole where the underdog just thrive where one team after another in the lower half of their division just took out one divisional leader after another and uh yeah we saw some injuries we saw some people coming back and uh yeah definitely exciting show we have a lot of movement on the board today and um let's just jump right in and get started clocking in at the 32nd spot uh old faithful at this spot you know honestly just let's give them some applause real quick you know, some nice applause because Houston's not going to do anything to get out of this spot this whole season. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was back, and they were playing one of the worst teams in the league. And uh, yeah, they lost in. Uh, they, they lost to one of the worst teams in the league, just continuing their streak of patheticness up to this point in time, seventeen to nine to the Dolphins. So, yeah, what is there to say? They're one and eight. Um, they're going nowhere. They are on their bye this week. So, yeah, they don't get to lose this week. Uh, that win week one just seems like such a distant memory now at this point. And uh, yeah, let's not waste too much time on this. Moving up to the 31st spot, we have the Detroit Lions, the 0-8 Detroit Lions. You didn't have to lose last week because they didn't have to play last week. They come out and out by and they head to the Pittsburgh and head to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. And honestly, who knows what we see? Who knows if we just see the team that played down flat like they did a couple of times in their last three meetings or or are we going to see the team that's nice and scrappy and loses a game at the last second? I don't know which one it is, but I kind of feel like the streak's just going to continue. Moving right along and moving up the list, the Miami Dolphins clock in at the 30th spot at the record of 2-7, and seven, down one from their previous spot. Uh, yeah, the Dolphins beat the Texans this week. Woo, woo. Uh, you know, honestly, if you wanted to move up a little off of beating someone like the Texans, you had to blow them out. Uh, they won by eight points. Yeah, no, it, and, and they turned the ball over five times this game, too. Like, the Texans could have stolen this game at several different times, and, and, and they just didn't. Dolphins are just fortunate that they were playing a team as awful as the Texans the, the week that they had this game. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, honestly, I could have justified moving them down, but I couldn't below an 0-18. Uh, next, this coming week, or tonight, tonight, they take on the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, no, they host the Baltimore Ravens, so... Who knows? Uh, it's probably going to go from bad to worse. Moving up to the 29th spot, we have the Washington football team at a record of 2-6, and six, down one from their previous spot, getting ready to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, this Washington team continues to show what they're not made of. Um, you know, they, they, they came off a bye, so I guess I shouldn't be too harsh on them this week, but the defense still hasn't stepped up at all this year. So, uh, yeah, coming off that bye, uh, who knows? Maybe something can happen, but let's be honest. You got the Buccaneers off the bye. The Buccaneers are looking for revenge after their bye for that Saints loss. And, uh, yeah, this is just a formula for disaster for the football team. Moving up to the 28th spot is the Jacksonville Jaguars, 2-6, and six, down one, uh, up two from their previous spot. Uh, yeah, I could have moved them up further. I decided not to because I don't know how often this uh, – this upset over Buffalo is going to uh, – an upset over Buffalo would happen. Uh, this is one of those any given week sort of deals. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, just, I just feel like 
when I was comparing them to the Jets, who I put a spot ahead of them, that uh, they have all the good press that's coming for them is coming from the form that they uh, from the form that they that that they beat the Buffalo Bills. I dropped the Buffalo Bills in my standings a lot as a result of what happened because this Buffalo Bills looked like a shell of itself since lost to Tennessee on that Monday night football game. And with the Jets having Mike White back, so I'm kind of doing a double dip here. The Jets at number 27, down one from last week. Jacksonville Jaguars at 28, up two from last week. I think the Jets have a little more to look forward to this week with Mike White you know, officially being declared the starter. So that's where both of them lie. Uh, the, and the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to Indianapolis this week to take on the Colts. Really rough game. And the Jets are staying home to take on the Bills. Uh, the Jets and the Jaguars are actually reversing the opponents that they had in these previous two weeks. So, you know, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe an upset victory one way or the other might actually uh, solidify this one way or uh, switch it around. So moving right up the list to the 26th spot, we have the Carolina Panthers, four and five, down six from their previous spot. This is uh, the lowest drop of the week or tied for the lowest drop of the week. Um, yeah, and I get it. They're a four and five team. There's other teams with a worse record ahead of them. I'm just kind of tired of seeing it. They got thoroughly dominated by the Patriots. Yeah, they got thoroughly dominated by the Patriots. And uh, this offense just can't do anything. Um, it, I don't know whether their offense or the Bears offense is more inept, but I, I feel like they might have the most inept offense in football. And I don't know how it's going to get better. Christian McCaffrey came back. He, he was pretty quiet in his comeback. I'm Okay, yes, I see how it could get a little bit better. But Sam Darnold is out. P.J. Walker is in. I, I don't know if this is going to be a change that means anything to this team. Uh, honestly, right now, the, the defense is strong and it has an identity. But this offense just fails to, fail, fails to do anything that makes you think that they can score enough points in today's NFL to win a game. All right, moving right up the list to the 25th spot, the three and six Philadelphia Eagles. They're down four in spots, uh, four spots from the previous league week. They're going to be facing a tough match at Denver this week. Uh, they just got off of a loss to Los Angeles Chargers. So, and they played a great game. It's just, at the end of the day, this Philadelphia team has played a lot of good games and lost a lot of, a lot of uh, good games to a lot of good teams. When we're getting to this portion, we're, we're looking, we're starting to look at teams like uh, Philadelphia, Atlanta, Chicago, the Giants, Denver. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, it's like, okay, so this isn't a lower tier of team. So when I, when I'm comparing these teams, uh, yeah, they're, they're not a good team, but they're they're just above the bad teams. Um, when I look at these teams, I'm comparing. It's kind of like, well, who? Who gives me more hope moving forward? And honestly, it's not the Philadelphia Eagles because they seem like a team that will find a way to lose no matter how well they might play that game. So that's the reason why I rank the Eagles down there. Maybe they could prove me wrong this week. Maybe they could just shut me up and uh, move the ball on Denver, win a, win a close game, or even you know win by a blowout. That would be super impressive, especially after what Denver did this past week. But uh, who knows? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what this is. Um, Jordan Howard's looking good for them running, but you know, it's just, it's the same thing almost every single week. Yeah. They had, they have a couple of impressive blowout wins versus bad teams, but whenever they're in a game, they just find a way to lose it. 
Moving right up the list to the 24th spot, the Atlanta Falcons, 4-4, four and four, up three spots in the previous week. Going into a showdown at Dallas this week. Those two high-powered offenses taking off versus each other. Um, you know, honestly, uh, the, the, the win over the Saints was impressive. I mean, the Saints have been a team that fluctuated up and down, but Atlanta, with that win, has put themselves into the thick of the playoff picture. They're only a game out of New Orleans now and currently hold uh, the tiebreaker advantage. So, you know, Atlanta did a lot for themselves and put themselves back into this picture with that win. And, uh, yeah, no Calvin Ridley, no Julio Jones. Not, it, they're just dealing with it, well, whether it's uh, Alamadeus or whether it's um, Russell Gage, Kyle Pitts, so on and so forth. This offense is finding a way to do stuff. And, obviously, we, we, can't, uh, we can't forget Cordaro Patterson, who's just having a monster season this year. So, yeah, definitely uh, like what I've seen from Atlanta as recent. And uh, they seem like a team that's headed in the right direction. Also headed in the right direction now that their quarterback is back. The 23rd-ranked Seattle Seahawks, 3-5, and five, up two from the previous week. Uh, I know they're coming off of a bye. I know that uh, their last few, uh, few games have not been all that good for them, you know, minus the, uh, the blowout win over Jacksonville Jaguars. But, you know, a lot of teams in the league can do that. Uh, but Russell Wilson is back. He's coming back. He's ready to go. And Russell Wilson is that franchise. So, honestly, I could have jumped him up further. But well, let's give them a let's get them a win first, and then uh, well, a tough win first because they're at Green Bay this week. But uh, let, let, you know, let's see what this game looks like. And based off the result, uh, they'll get a little bit of a jump this coming week. So Russell Wilson is back, and the Seahawks are ready to go. Moving up the list at the twenty second spot in the same spot I had them last week is the three and six Chicago Bears. I probably could have dropped this team down a little. Uh, I probably should have dropped this team down a little. I don't know why I didn't drop this team down a little. <laughs> um, other than the fact that I feel like they got, they got robbed Monday night versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. That was a very one-sided game called better referees. And I'm honestly, I'm just gonna call out the BS right now. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Chicago uh, got David Montgomery back. They did a lot to, to where they could come back into that game. Yes, they did have some help with some uh, turnovers and, and uh, a big special teams play. But at the same time, like, and I get it at the end of the day that there was nothing weird on the last two drives and Chicago drove the length of the field. They scored the touchdown and they just left Pittsburgh too much time to kick the field goal. So I get it that Chicago could have just clamped down at that point in time. Their offense could have taken more time off the clock or they, their defense could have stepped up and stopped the Steelers. So I can't fault the refs completely, but it was just kind of a one-sided game, a game that Chicago should have won, and that I don't fault them for losing, even though they could have taken control of it at the end. So, uh, yeah, that's the reason why I didn't move the Bears down. It's The offense has some limited signs of life. Now we have uh, – uh, I know they didn't use Khalil Herbert much this past week, uh, but – Whenever they, whenever they finally find a way to click together, I'm, I'm sure that David Montgomery and Cleo Hubbard will become a, a wicked two-headed monster from that backfield. All right, moving up to the 21st spot, up two spots from the previous week. The New York Giants, three and six. Uh, that win over the Las Vegas Raiders, impressive. Their defense uh, was the difference in that game. They had, um, there were five trips into the red zones for the Las Vegas Raiders. One of them was a touchdown. Two of them were field goals. One of them was a missed field goal, and one of them was just a, a flat out uh, a flat out stop. So, 
uh, Vegas could have scored 35 points uh, if they were perfect in the red zone. Instead, they got 13 points, which, in my opinion, is a huge, a huge win for the Giants and is the reason why they won that game. So this defense is a strong red zone defense. They can apply great pressure up the middle with Leonard Williams and uh, Austin Johnson. And honestly, the offense does enough. Devonta Booker has done a great job throwing it for Saquon Barkley. I know we're getting Saquon Barkley back sometime soon, but honestly, I'd like to see a little more of Booker still because, you know, Saquon, it, I don't know. I mean, well, let's let's get a week back before I, before I talk about that. And Danny Dimes didn't have his best game, but at the same time, the Giants did enough defensive-wise and with the run game in order to uh, in order to beat the Las Vegas Raiders. In the 20th spot, I moved the Denver Broncos up four spots. The um, They're now at a record of five and four. Uh, the win over Dallas was impressive. I know on earlier shows and in earlier articles before the season began, I said you're going to have to give this Denver Broncos defense about a half season in order to show what they really can do. But they're passing... Uh, their passing defense would turn out to be something special. And their passing defense looked like something special against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, they built up a huge league before Dallas made it look closer than what it was in the end. So I think his final score was, it was either 31-16 or 30-16. to 16. Uh, Denver, uh, Denver's secondary did exactly what they were supposed to do in order to win that game. And that came right after they, they traded Von Miller. So... Um, yeah, so Denver stepped it up, and uh, who knows? This might be a, uh, a sign for good things in the future. I can't wait to see this Denver secondary against other high-power passing attacks, but uh, we have seen that they could shut down Dallas on a week that Dak Prescott was returning. Moving up to the 19th spot, um, we're now getting to a team that uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has interest in. So I, I will pause a moment to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. Obviously, we know he was cut from the Browns. It was a relationship that just couldn't last because, you know, honestly, uh, he started saying stuff and other people around started saying stuff. And, you know, honestly, I think Baker's getting a bad rap in the whole thing. We'll cover that more when we get up to the Browns. But uh, Odell has a chance to restart over with another team and, you know, prove that uh, Baker's kind of already vindicated himself. Maybe Odell can vindicate himself a little, too. I know I have been harsh on him, uh, calling him toxic. Uh, but he, he just kind of was, in my opinion. But that doesn't mean he can't start over with the right team. Uh, there are certain teams, unfortunately, um, for the time that we're recording this show as of uh, 8.45 on, on a Thursday morning, um, I, I waited about as late as I could to record the show just in case there was some Odell Beckham news. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. news. There, uh, the most recent news is that he's going to take a tough couple of days and really give thought to his decision before he signs with the team. So, yeah, I don't know when that's going to be. Hopefully for him, he makes the right decision and a team that he can lift up and that a team that uh, needs him, a team that he needs, you know, a coach that can rework him and remold him into what, uh, what he needs to be. So, um, yeah, uh, I wish him well, and I hope he lands in that right spot. So, um, but, yeah, as of right now, eight, um, as of almost 9 o'clock on the Thursday morning, there is no news to him, so I have to continue with the show anyway. Checking it at the 19th spot, down one from the previous week is the 5-4 and four Kansas City Chiefs. You might be thinking, what, for a moment? But, uh, you know, the, the, the truth is, um, despite the victory over the Green Bay Packers, I'm not impressed. 
They played without Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is the heart and soul of that Green Bay franchise. And they barely won that game. Patrick Mahomes looked awful again. Like, honestly, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, this offense is broken. This team is dysfunctional. They just got lucky that they ran into another team that was playing without a player that meant as much as Aaron Rodgers. That's it. They need to go out and win that game. They, they needed to put up over 30 on that Packers defense. That Packers defense isn't anything that special. It's good. It's solid. But it's not the type of defense that should be shutting down that Kansas City offense. Yet they held them to 13 points. I, I don't know what to say. Yes, the, the page, uh, not Patriots. The Chiefs defense has stepped up, but it's not enough, period. It's just not enough at all. Uh, because the offense has been inept and continues to turn over. Jordan Love had more passing yards than Patrick Mahomes. So, yeah, I don't know what to say besides what I've said. Maybe they can turn around at Las Vegas this week in an important divisional matchup. You know, if they they beat the Raiders, a lot can be forgiven because despite their problems, they'll be back in the thick of the AFC playoff picture, and I'll have that much more time to try to figure out what's going on with the team. All right, checking in at the 18th spot is the San Francisco 49ers, three and five, down four from last week. You know, kind of looking at it right now, I probably could have dropped them below the Kansas City Chiefs and kept the Kansas City Chiefs in the same spot, uh, especially after San Francisco has that really, uh, like, pathetic loss against the backups of Arizona. Like, Arizona made something pretty clear this week. It's kind of like, uh, you know, <laughs> we're, we're the best team in the league, bar none even with our backups. So, um, so yeah, San Francisco was just on the drubbing end of, uh, uh, of that Arizona, of that Arizona game. Um, and that's why they fall down again. It's pretty clear that this is not the season that the 49ers are going to put together. The talent is there. The coaching is there, but something's just not clicking overall. And uh, yeah, Arizona had that huge statement win against them. And now they have to go, and take a host, play host to the Los Angeles Rams this week. So I can't picture it getting any better this week. Locking at 17, Minnesota Vikings, three and five, in the same spot they were last week. Um, another team that plays close, that plays great games against great teams, but finds a way to lose more often than not. Now, they, they do find ways to win the, some of these contests. And I get it that why is Philadelphia down at 25 at three and six when Minnesota's up at 17 at three and five? Uh, because Minnesota has Minnesota has just played better. Minnesota has made the comeback uh, in, in several of those games. Minnesota made the comeback this past week versus Baltimore. Minnesota had that game sewn up in overtime uh, with that Anthony Barr interception, but they, they couldn't get that final field goal. So, so maybe I should be a little harsher to the Vikings and a little nice for the Eagles, but honestly, Minnesota, I believe, can turn around much quicker than the Philadelphia Eagles can at this point. Uh, Minnesota has to come in uh, through big this week at the Los Angeles Chargers. Who knows? If, if they can't win this game, then I might stop ranking them so high because though they have looked good, I can't ignore a three and six if they lose this one. Um, and honestly, I think they're going to lose this one. So you'll be seeing a little drop from them next week. Now we have another team that has fallen hard this past week. 
in the 16th spot, the five and four Cincinnati Bengals down five spots from the previous week. They are on their bye this week. They can try to lick their wounds and figure out what's going on. Huge blowout loss to the Browns a week after losing to the Jets. The Bengals at their high point were leaving the AFC. And now they're not not now they're not now they're last place in the AFC North, an AFC North that keeps on fluctuating and changing. So it'll be really interesting to see how they recover from this. They have the bye week to think about it, to brood about it. Maybe that maybe that helps, maybe that hurts. Uh, who knows? We'll see after that. But, um, you know, the Cincinnati team that's full of youth and promise has now hit a rough patch. And uh, who knows? Let's see what happens. And, um, yeah, let, let, let's see if they can recover. We are now at the midway point in the show, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in to listen. Thank you for the JMO For Real community that's been supporting this podcast. Uh, join the If you're not a part of the community yet, join the community on Facebook. So it's just JMO For Real. Join enter our weekly picks competition and uh, yeah, be a part and uh, do this with us. Help us to grow this community. I also want to take a quick time to shout out Anchor. Thank you for hosting the podcast, World Report. Thank you for allowing me to write articles for you, NFL articles for you. Uh, check my um, weekly recaps that come out on Monday and uh, yeah, definitely um, tune into all the uh, channels of the JML for, Re- uh, for Real, including TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Moving right along up to the 15th spot. I put the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Um, five, five and three up one from the previous week. I know a lot of people have risen them up higher. But I'm not quite ready to do that yet. Because I felt like they had a lot of help from the refs. <coughs> Excuse me about that. I feel like they had a lot of help from the refs. And I just, I'm not impressed by beating the Chicago Bears. Honestly, I'm, I'm just not. So I know that they put put together an impressive win versus the Browns, but this offense continues to not show up. TJ Watt is the reason why they're winning these games. So, by the way, defensive player of the year, IDP awareness. Let's take some time to chat IDP awareness real quick. Uh, yeah, no, when uh, a defensive player wins a game for your team or wins a game for your fantasy team, who who knows? Hopefully you start playing uh, in an individual defensive player league. Uh, post up that player's name and hashtag it with the IDP awareness. That's hashtag capital I, capital B, uh, D, capital P, awareness. And, uh, yeah, let's get the movement started. So, uh, T.J. Watt, Defensive Player of the Year. Yep, um, we're, we're just making that plug right now. But uh, Pittsburgh as a whole has a, lot to, uh, has a lot farther to go to show me that they deserve to be amongst the elite. In the 14th spot, five and four up, five spots in the previous week is the Cleveland Browns. Oh, Pittsburgh plays host to Detroit this week. Uh, yeah, the Cleveland Browns, um, impressive win over the Cincinnati Bengals. So let's see if they can build on it. They came out of the Odell release. Uh, it could have been a turning point. It could have been something where it looked like they lost a locker room. Apparently, Baker has not lost his locker room, and neither, neither has Stefanski. Huge win over the Bengals to get them back into uh, the equation right near the bottom of the wild card chase. Uh, two games out in the division. No, a game and a half out in the division. Let's see where the Browns can go from here. They have the talent. Uh, Nick Chubb is back. Dearness Johnson um, is seeing less and less. Uh, Kareem Hunt will be back soon. And uh, Baker had a nice game. Uh, launched one, uh, launched up a beautiful deep ball to Donovan Peoples-Jones. And the Browns' defense continues to impress. Miles Garrett, Anthony Walker, so on and so forth. So, yeah, a lot of things positive, and they can only move up from here, I feel. I think they've already hit their low point this season. This week, they go to an especially challenging opponent in New England to take on the Patriots. 
Maybe 13th spot. We have Las Vegas Raiders, five and three, down three spots in the previous week, playing hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yeah, you can't lose that game. Derek Carr was having, at one point in time, he was having an MVP-like season. Derek Carr can't be held to 13 points on a 35-point opportunity. That It's just plain and simple as that. You need to get that red zone uh, offense corrected because, you know, you're going to face some good defenses. You're going to face some great defenses the more and more you get into play, uh, playoff football. I know they get hit with one piece of adversary after another, but, uh, you know, man up and win, uh, win, win uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs, take control, put yourself back into the divisional race. Uh, because if you don't continue to beat uh, t- tough opponents, if you don't continue to beat strong opponents like Kansas City can be, the uh, Los Angeles Chargers are going to take the division from you. So a little bit of a wake-up call, hopefully it's six. In the 12 spots, down six spots from their previous position, uh, tied for the low of the week, is the 5-3 and three Buffalo Bills. Yes, I said it. Buffalo is no longer in my top 10. Uh, I might get a little flack for this, but this is not the same team from the earlier part of the season. Since they lost to the Titans, since since they missed on goal to go at, uh, uh, to lose the game on Monday Night Football against the Tennessee Titans, they have not been the same team. I get it. They got a win there over the Dolphins, but the Dolphins, a really bad team, held them close. Um and now they're facing a Jets team that's uh, in New York where that that has Mike White back and has something to believe in. They need to shut the Jets up this game. They, 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 they need to shut up uh, the Mike White hype, and they just need to go go out. After that Jaguar loss, they need to go out and just lambast this team. Like, honestly, they, they just need to blow them out start to finish. And yet, I don't feel like they will. So I don't, I don't know what to say. Buffalo needs to correct it in a major way. They just, they just need one of those 40-point blowout victories. Let's see if they're capable of it. Let's see if they can get back on track. But honestly, they are not the same team that they were before. Moving right along to the 11th spot is the New Orleans Saints, down four from their previous, uh, down four from the previous week at the record of five and three. Uh, they're going to be going to Tennessee to take on the Titans this week. Good luck with that. Well, honestly, there might be good luck with that. New Orleans has been playing their their uh, their top opponents uh, great and have been getting wins, and they've been playing their weak opponents poor. Like, this is the benchmark of inconsistency. How do you go in and beat the Buccaneers and a week later lose to the Falcons? How do you, how do you beat teams like the Packers and lose to the Giants? Like, when you just look at who they've beaten and who they've lost to, it's kind of like, oh, Tennessee should be an easy game for them because it's a good team. But, yeah, no, this team just consistently does not show up to play against bad teams. And now they're allowing teams like Atlanta Falcons to believe, oh, maybe we're not a bad team. Maybe we can take the division. Uh, maybe we can take a wild card spot over the New Orleans Saints. Um, yeah. So who knows? Uh, New Orleans is one of the teams in the Odell Blackham Jr. sweepstakes. Maybe, maybe they land him. I, I don't think that's great for them if they do land him. To, to be completely honest, I think that I think that he can make potentially make this situation even worse. And Michael Thomas is gone for the season. Uh, still don't know what's going on with quarterback. Whether it's going to be Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill this week. Just a lot of questions. The defense isn't a question. The defense is really good, but who who the heck knows what's going on with that offense? 
So, um, yeah, and I, I say the defense is really good, and they gave up a field goal really easy to the Atlanta Falcons to win the game with, with uh, less than two minutes of play. So, you know, maybe those compliments shouldn't be there at all. Checking in at the 10th spot, I have the four and five Indianapolis Colts up three from the previous week. They'll be playing host to Jacksonville. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, this Colts team is, is just ready to rumble. I finally got them into the top 10. I know that they, I know that maybe I, I shouldn't have put a sub 500 team into the top 10, but this Colts team is a different team than, than it was in the early weeks. They played a really brutal schedule. And they, and I get it, they lost to Tennessee recently, which is, which is a rough loss. And they only beat the Jets, but, um, you know, they just, the way they came out last Thursday night, they were going to steamroll any opponent, I feel. The running game is in full swing. You can't stop Jonathan Taylor. Neheim Hines is getting hard to stop. Carson Wentz is taking advantage of that, and he's just looking like he's wound back the clock a few years to uh, uh, to, to seasons where he was in uh, MVP contention, to seasons where the Eagles won, uh, to the season where the Eagles won the Super Bowl, though I know he didn't win the Super Bowl with them. Um, he's just... This offense is looking good, and as good as this offense is looking, this defense is looking even better. And I get it that they gave up a lot of points late to the Jets, but, you know, honestly, that game was so far out of reach at that point in time. It was garbage time. Um, you know, continue uh, Kenny Moore and uh, Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner. They're completely set up for success all the way around, much better than their record, and they will be taking it to the rest of the teams in the NFL soon. Clocking in at the ninth spot is the Los Angeles Chargers, five and three, up three spots from the previous week. You guys know at my high point that I had the Chargers as the third-ranked team in the league. Uh, they hit a little bit of a rough stretch, but now they finally got it back on track. A clutch win versus the Philadelphia Eagles, where, where they featured both offense and defense again. Still one of the more talented, over uh, overall talented teams in the league. They get a chance to really kind of cement their spot in the AFC uh, playoff picture in the AFC West uh, division race if they can beat the Minnesota Vikings this week. But yeah, really, it's uh, Derwin James continues to perform. Justin Herbert uh, broke out in a bit, uh, rebroke out in a big way this past week, uh, spreading the ball around just to several different people. Donald Par Parham with a touchdown, Mike Williams, uh, a little bit of a resurgence. Keenan Allen yet another big game. Austin Eckler making the catch to get them in the field position, field goal position to win that game. Uh, really great ball controlling clock. Like honestly, they they just they held the ball for almost 35 minutes this past game, but that they it would have been so much more if the Eagles weren't also ball controlling. This was a game where they could have easily held on to it for 42, 43 minutes if their opponent uh, was a normal NFL opponent, not a controlled a running a running opponent. So I'd really like to see what um, they do against Minnesota this week because. I'm thinking it could, it could potentially be a 40-minute time of possession. All right, moving up the list to the eighth spot, the 5-4 and four New England Patriots, up seven spots from the previous week. Yes, this is the high point for them. Yes, I put the Patriots back uh, into the – I put the Patriots into the conversation. You know, honestly, they just keep on finding ways to beat teams, and their defense – is now looking like Patriots defense of old that helped the Pats to win the Super Bowl. Mac Jones, and, and I get it, he doesn't have the flashy numbers of a Jamar Chase, but Mac Jones is proving his value to his team as, as a rookie 
probably even more so than Jamar Chase's. Uh, I, I might not say as much as Micah Parsons is, but at the same time, you know, if I had a vote for offensive rookie of the year, currently I'm giving it to Mac Jones. And I get it that there have been games where he's underperformed, uh, where the yards haven't been there, where he's been prone to rookie mistakes. But at the same time, I, I really just believe that his leadership on this offense, uh, rookie Ramador Stevenson got involved this week. So we have a nice little two-headed monster with Stevens and Harris now, uh, Stevenson and Harris now. And his defense is as elite as ever. Matthew Jadon, perfect spot. He he is he is looking like a Patriot defender that is ready to be in Super Bowl contention. With the Bills falling down, honestly, the Patriots are smelling blood in the water. I think they could take this division. I know it's kind of crazy. And I know that maybe I'll be eating my words in just two to three weeks. But this team is looking a lot more like a contention team than they were, than they looked like the team they were last year. So this could be the high point for them, but uh, I'm giving them props for what they did. And they play host to Cleveland this week, beat Cleveland. And now we're really talking. Moving to the seventh spot on the list, the six and two Baltimore Ravens up two spots in the previous week, playing host to Miami. To, oh no, going to Miami to take on the Dolphins tonight. So might as well make it seven and two right now. Um, yeah, no, this this Baltimore team, despite the fact that I don't necessarily see it half the time, the they they are clutch. They play good defense. They 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 play clutch offense. Hollywood Brown. It's I keep on saying that Hollywood Brown is going to taper off at some point in time. Maybe I just need to start believing in Hollywood. Maybe I just need to start believing in Lamar Jackson a more. No, I mean, honestly, Lamar Jackson has definitely become a complete quarterback. He is now the real deal. I, I know I criticized him a lot in the offseason for not being as good of a passer as he is rusher, though still keeping in mind to call him a quarterback at all times because I don't think he's a running back that throws. Um, and he's clearly made – he's clearly shown progression in that department this year. And honestly um, – this Ravens team is is a really good team. I get it that they've I get it that they've had a few games that could have easily gone the other way, but they keep winning. So it's time for me to acknowledge them, even though I don't necessarily feel it with all my heart. In the sixth spot, the Dallas Cowboys sixty-two down four from their previous spot, playing a host to Atlanta this week. Uh, yeah, um, Dallas's offense was supposed to be uncontrollable. It got controlled by a team that could potentially control any team, any passing attack. I want to make sure before I bump Dallas back up that it that loss was as a result of a very special Denver Broncos passing defense and not just kinks in the armor. I'm willing to forgive Dallas for that game, but I need to see them just, I need to see Dak go out and light up the Falcons defense for 400-plus yards and four touchdowns this week. Something that I very well think he could do, but at the same time, I need to see it to really just believe that, you know, it was definitely Denver and not Dallas this past week. All right, moving up to the top five. Down four spots from the previous week. Yes, my number one has fallen to number five. The seven and two Los Angeles Rams play uh, going to San Francisco to take on the 49ers this week. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Los Angeles has played three elite teams this year. The Arizona Cardinals, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Tennessee Titans. They're one and two. They're still an elite team. But they are the bottom of the elite teams now until they can beat the elite teams regularly. Tennessee had just come, in, come off a game in which they lost Derrick Henry for a substantial amount of time. Rams are playing host on national television. Primetime spotlight. Sunday night football. And they find a way to get dominated by the Titans defense in the first half. Still a great team. Matthew Stafford to Cooper Cup, Daryl Henderson, Robert Woods, go down the list. It's, it's a great offense. It's an offense that does not have a hard time scoring against most teams. Other side of the ball, Von Miller. Add, uh, add Von Miller to a team that already has Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Jordan Fuller, et cetera. Uh, Ernest Jones did not look as good in the second game as he did in the first, but still plenty of promise there. It's a great team all the way around, a great team talent-wise. And they even have they even have the, the most special punter in the league in Johnny Hacker as far as what he can do overall. They, but in order to win, in order to take down that top spot in the in the NFC, because you know we're talking top five now. We're so we're not talking about teams that 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 are supposed to win their division. We're talking about teams that are supposed to compete to compete for the one seed. In order to take down that one spot, they need to beat some of these teams. And yes, they beat Tampa Bay, but the loss to Tennessee this past week just set them back. When they start to beat the elite teams, they can potentially go back up in this power ranking a little. But they have to make sure to take care of the 49ers this week. Great team, great talent. It's just there are better. Moving up the list to the fourth spot, seven and two, Green Bay Packers down one spot from the previous week, taking on the Seattle Seahawks this week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is back. Um, you know, that, that whole snafu of Aaron Rodgers and uh, the immunization, let's just call that out real quick. Um, regardless of what your stance is on the vaccine, Aaron Rodgers lied to the media um, and deserves the ramifications that, that will ensue. Honestly, I think this past week it looked, it looked pretty clear how valuable Aaron Rodgers was to the team, and he, he could – he could very well have been an MVP candidate. He's not going to be an MVP candidate, though, because he just flat out lied. He pretended to be vaccinated when he wasn't vaccinated. So shame on you, Aaron Rodgers. You're still an amazing player, but you're a liar. I don't know what, I mean, maybe that maybe that's harsh, maybe, but it's probably not. He pulled off an elaborate deception in order to get his way to get around the mask rules and um yeah he's going to be coming back this week and the packers are going to go back to usual and who knows maybe uh odell beckham jr joins them oh the patriots are the other team that he could potentially join too um and maybe this whole thing blows over but at, at some point within the next few weeks i'm sure there's going to be another story that's much worse it always seems like something happens that makes people forget 
But um, when it comes down to because uh, releasing a midseason award show uh, this Saturday, when it comes down to um, if you'll be get the MVP this season, he now won't because sports writers everywhere are upset and rightfully so because of what he did. With that said, though, he's still an amazing player, still an amazing talent. He's the heart and soul of this Green Bay Packers team, and uh, this Green Bay Packers team is right in the thick of things. Yes, I know they just lost it against the Chiefs, but they did it without him, so it's almost like the game didn't happen. All right, moving in to the number two spot, their highest point this year so far for me. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 6-2, and two, up three spots in the previous week. Going to Washington to take on the football team this week. Uh, yeah, I get it. Last week was a bye, and the week before was lost to the Saints. But, um, you know, with, with bad things happening to the Packers, the Rams, and the Cowboys all this past week, I could very well justify putting uh, Tampa near, near the uh, – I could very well justify putting Tampa in the number two spot. Tom Brady's having an MVP-like season. So uh, this defense hasn't fully come around yet, but who knows? Maybe the bye week helped to straighten that out, and we'll see something new. Uh, the Buccaneers are still struggling to get healthy. We uh, don't know what's going what, what's going on with the tight end situation yet. I'm not sure whether Gronk is going to be playing this week or not. I know the secondary is starting to get a little bit better, but, um, you know, Winfield Jr. came back in the previous game, and uh, I think Carl – no, not Carlton Davis. Uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy with the short name. Not Sean but Monty, uh, Murphy, uh, Murphy Bunting, not Carlton Davis, but uh, Jamel Dean. So a couple of them are back, and uh, – yeah, Tampa Bay is. They have the. Uh, they have the pedigree. They have the the goat, and um, that they, they can make a challenge at any point in time for that uh, for that number one seed. But I should say that they could, but they're probably not going to because the number one team overall is the Arizona Cardinals. No Kyler, no D Hop, no Lot, no problem. Uh, Colt McCoy looked impressive. Next man up. Christian Kirk had a monster game. I uh, did note that I didn't target A.J. Green at all, maybe because he mailed in the previous uh, week and cost them uh, their undefeated season. Um, yeah, but um, this Cardinal team is impressive. Uh, Marquise Goldman has s- stepped it up in place of the absolute lot. Um, yes, Chase Edmonds, might, uh, Chase Edmonds might miss some time, but James Conner has really just uh, – resurrected his career and completely reemerged. So um, it just seems that whenever something bad happens to the Cardinals, someone steps up and the next man up just does what they need to do. Blowout win over a divisional rival, a strong divisional rival. And yeah, what, is, what else is there to say? They're eight and one best record in football. Top team in the league. It, clearly in my opinion, um, we saw how they dealt with the Watt adver- uh, uh, adversary, uh, we, and we saw what they did without Kyler. And Kyler's coming back this week. We don't know about D-Hop yet. Who knows if Watt will be back for the playoff push, but, um, you know, very impressed by what I saw this past week. And, yeah, Arizona's a real deal. Taking on the Carolina Panthers this week. So, honestly, it feels like it should be a pretty easy one. Okay, so that's everything. I went 32-1. to uh, Houston's still in the bottom spot. I regret taking Arizona out of the top spot for a week. Um, but honestly, I didn't know what was going on with Murray and Watt. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't regret too much. 
but yeah, no, uh, tell me what you think. Join the JML for Real community. If you're not a part of the JML for Real, for Real community yet, uh, sign up on the Facebook page and uh, tell me what you think about what you heard. And uh, also, if, uh, if you are part of it, uh, give comments, thoughts, suggestions, uh, disagreements, arguments, um, praise, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, definitely um, reach out, get in touch, and uh, yeah, we will grow the community together, and uh, I will continue to try to deliver... I will continue to deliver uh, good and fresh content every single week. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the community. If you haven't rated us five stars on Google or Apple yet, feel, uh, feel free to do so. I would really appreciate it. It will help with uh, getting new sponsors. So, uh, yeah, uh, thank you once again for tuning in and listening, and um, have a great day.